0: The AA Market Consultants present the Mindless Chat Podcast, featuring insight to help you meet your business needs and visions. Greetings, everyone in the podcast world. This is your boy Tony from Dr. Brace, and we're, this is the Mindless Chat. Um, we bring on different personalities, and tonight I'm bringing you the Kale of BowflexBarberry.com. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? everything's great everything's great like I said everybody you go check her page out it's bowflexbarbie.com and basically if you're into fitness or you need to get into fitness this is where you need to go you need to talk to the you need to go to her page check her out show us some love everybody uh, but we want to start out so what care what brought you into um, this fitness journey What, what what would you say put you on this path
1: Um, well, I've always been, um, you know, pretty athletic, um, through high school, through college. And I think the turning point for me that really got me into fitness was in 2008, I lost my mom to breast cancer. And so my brother who had, he was into fitness at the time, he invited um, me to tag along to the gym with him. And at the time I was 14 years old. Um... So when I went I, I just fell in love with it. I started and I, I kept I you know, I kept going and the more I went, the more I wanted to, you know, improve and what it did for me was it gave me an outlet and it gave me, you know, a way to release you know, the, the pain and the hurt that I was feeling from, you know, losing my mom. So it, it became a clutch and I I I kept with it through high school, through college and then um, when I got to college, I, I started my boot camp program and it kind of took off from there and it, it turned into, you know, uh, I want to help people that not aren't necessarily in the location I'm in. So that's where the website and the online training and the online program started from.
0: Okay. Okay. So did you find it to be necessarily difficult for you to start your own company here or did you feel like because it was something that you that you were already loving that it was a pretty easy test?
1: I mean it kind of it kind of happened pretty quickly. Um the whole Boflex Barbie name started out as just like a nickname that one of my friends gave me. And um, like I said, when I started the boot camp, it became um, I used the name and I, I named it Boflex Barbie's boot camp. So when it expanded from boot camp to personal training to online training to customized meal plans and all that stuff. It just became the Bowflex Barbie fitness brand. Um, uh, I think the most challenging part was figuring out what am I going to exactly what I'm going to offer, how I'm going to offer it and who I'm going to target. Um, because you know, I was, uh, I was still in college when I, when I founded it. So I wasn't pretty much stationary to one place. I had my boot camp members, in the Bahamas and then I had you know my personal training clients and my clients that I had um in Mississippi at at Mississippi State so it was uh I think challenging trying to separate what was um in person and what was um solely and strictly online but uh, once I was able to do that I think it was pretty pretty smooth sailing
0: okay what would, what would you say personally what would you feel is your target audience or your target client or, or customer
1: um i I realize that most of my most people that reach out to me and that i've I've been able to attract have been females anywhere from i would say as young as about fifteen sixteen but generally it's eighteen to about forty um and that's including, you know, in person boot camps and and personal training. And it also includes um, any of the online challenges and programs that I sell as well. Um, and meal plans as well. I think I guess the name both likes barbecue of, you know, generally women. Um, but I have I have worked with some some guys as well. Um, but you know, I have a I have a a bit of a, I feel like I have a bit of a duty as, as a woman, as a young woman to, you know, let people know that it's okay to be feminine and strong, like it's okay to not, you know, not be afraid of muscles. And I think a lot of women have that fear. They come to me and they say, oh, I don't want to be bulky or I don't want to be masculine and I don't want to be this. And so I feel like when they see me, they feel like it's possible to, you know, still keep your femininity and still be strong and get the look that you're going for (laughs)
0: Yeah, you touched on that. Um, that's one, one, um, point I want to get to there. Um, I've seen many, um, young women and ladies get into fitness. What would be some of the, the things or some of the, the issues that you, you feel are a challenge as far as getting people going and getting people on the right path, um, beyond just, um, dealing with the, uh, femininity of it?
1: I think just the, 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 con- is difficult um both in person and online especially I think because when you do online anything online when it's it's pretty much on you to you know stick to it um I think that it requires a whole lot of of self-discipline and in any fitness routine you know the the statistics show that over 80 percent of people who sign up for any type of fitness program or regimen, they they tend to not, you know, not follow through with it. And I think a part of it is um, the fact that they don't trust the trust the process and trust that it takes time. They want, you know, infinite results. And fitness is all about learning what works for you and what doesn't sometimes. And it's, um, you know, everybody doesn't work at the same, and everybody's body doesn't change at the same rate. So sometimes they may see someone else, getting results in a few months and they don't see it with themselves so they get discouraged or, you know, they figure they can't find the time to do this or they get busy and, you know, um, stuff comes up and they don't make the time to, you know, take care of themselves. So I found that that's been a big challenge and with women a lot of the time they come to me with set goals like I only want to work on this or I don't really want to do this. And, and so that, that makes my job a little bit hard because now I have to, I have to show them, okay, well, you need to balance. You can't just work your lower body or you can't just want to have a six pack without doing anything, you know, related to overall wellness. And I think that's the, the the commitment and the, the people that come to, to me with, I guess, myths already in their mind of what they, what they aren't going to do and, what they think they should do. I think those are two of the biggest obstacles when, um, when dealing with new, new customers. Okay.
0: You spoke on myths. It seems like every, it seems like every week, every month, there's a new fitness craze that's going out. Um, what are some myth? What are three myths or three damaging, um, ideals that you've seen recently, um, that are counterproductive? Oh, can you hear me? Hello. Let me check something. Well, I was saying that it seems like every, every every so often, every week or so, every month or so, there seems to be a new fitness craze. What are what are three damaging fitness to dos that you've seen that are very counterproductive to, for people?
1: Um. I think one of the, well, I can think, I can think of two right off the back, like the, the squat challenges, you know, um, I'm not a huge fan of them. I feel like they, you know, I, I feel like they, not trick, but they miss, they're so misleading with, um, their results. They, they, like women go into it thinking, okay, if I stick with this for 30 days, my, but it's going to look amazing when, I mean, you may see some improvements in 30 days, but realistically doing 30 to 50 to a hundred squats at home, I'm going to give you the results, the equivalent result of, you know, going into the gym and, and using equipment. And usually, um, I think that that myth and that craze over the past three or four years has been, um, you know, in a lot of women's heads that they can do this thing at home and, and expect the same results as someone that goes into the gym and, and you know, lifts with resistance. Um, another myth or craze is the the detoxing um, using fad dieting where they only eat fruits or, you know, only eat vegetables for up to 14 days or more. I've, I've seen people do it for longer, um, and they lose all the weight. And they think, oh, this is this got to be healthy because it's fruits and vegetables. When in reality, they're depriving their bodies of, you know, essential nutrients, and it's not a balanced diet. So, when their bodies go back to eating, you know, balanced or close to balanced diet, they put on pretty much the weight all the weight that they've lost. And you know, it's not a long term um, solution to to the problem. So that's another myth. Um, I'm trying to think of a third one. Uh, I guess the concept that that woman that woman come thinking, oh, I don't want to work out too hard because I don't want to get too ripped. And and the reality is that the amount of work and the amount of resistance and and I guess weight that you would have to use to become completely shredded and like big and muscular half of the time there, the the ability isn't there to do it and the, the consistency and the the amount of of work you have to put into get those results. They, they're not even willing to, um, to put forth. So that's sometimes a huge turn. I won't say turn off, but, but issue that I, um, that I'm faced with and, and a myth that I guess I have to kind of educate a lot of people that, that come to me on.
0: Okay. I, I know I've seen that you also, you compete um, in fitness competitions when it comes to um, a competition, how long does it take or how long do you, you prepare for that? And what all goes into that?
1: Um, com- Competition is competing is a, Usually a 12 week process Uh, because I began, this is actually my second season. Um, I've been training for eight years, but this is is my second season competing. Um, Usually I start at least, at least 12 weeks out before a show. Um, And it's all a lot of work. Like the biggest factor, I would say 85 to 90% of it is diet. And it's all about learning your body and what works for you at what times it's, it's very, it's, it's all down to a complete science as far as when to cut carbs and how long you have to cut your carbs and when to increase your protein. And, and you know, it's, it's, it it can be stressful, but, um, I found that it's added a lot of purpose to my training because I feel like I have, you know, this big goal that's, let's say 12 weeks away and, and I'm, I have a schedule that I want my body to change, um, according to. So, um. Yeah, you gotta train. Usually, I train two times a day um, when I'm in season. Um, like I said, like it's a lot of dieting, a lot of um, strict time, um, time meals. So it's it it can be challenging, but I I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying watching um watching the changes, the changes to my body. So
0: okay, and you also mentioned that. You were balancing being between the Bahamas and Mississippi. Uh, how did you come about um, choosing to go to Mississippi um, as opposed to maybe somewhere um, somewhere near the Bahamas? I guess I'm trying to say I can't think of the exact words i for. Um. Well, Mississippi State. My mom is actually an alum of
1: Mississippi State, so. Um, when I decided, I was initially in Missouri, which is not much closer um, to the Bahamas, but I was initially in Missouri, and I was ready to, you know, transfer, so um, I, I looked into some schools, and I said, okay, well, I, as a child, I'm an alum. You know, I, I would get a decent scholarship, so uh, I looked into it, and I, it seemed like a pretty good place to be, so I, <laughs> I went ahead, and I applied, and I, I did everything I needed to do to to go, and I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I Enjoyed
0: my time there. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you feel that the time that you spent with um, working with people in Mississippi, um, you feel like it was a bigger challenge, or same challenge as working with your um, your clients in the Bahamas, or do you feel like it, you really can't tell?
1: Um, it was it was kind of a different age range. Um, in Mississippi, I, I worked with the college students, so for the most part, so. It was, um, I felt they, they were a little more, you know, energized than, you know, I would say older. In, in the Bahamas, I worked with, I believe, an older, older age bracket. So, um, I, I guess it was, I mean, you saw the issue of consistency both ways because, you know, in college, you have stuff, you have a lot of stuff going on, you have finals, you have, um test throughout the semester even or just extracurricular stuff going on so you have to deal with people balancing schedules on both you know both locations and just you know the issue of, of them getting not seeing the results they want as well um, as quickly as they would like or they them just not being able to commit for longer than let's say two months and you know two months is, is enough time to see results but not drastic and probably not the results that they would want. So I would say the, the biggest difference was that in Mississippi, I feel like I had more more freedom to, I guess, take creative license over the, the workout and, and be a little bit more intense because they were younger and they, their abilities seemed to be a little bit more advanced than the older age bracket that I worked with in the Bahamas. So I had to kind of be able to adjust and I guess, tailor the workouts based on their abilities as a group, opposed to, you know, creating a standard set routine for all of them and and just making them, you know, do it. I I don't like when people feel like they're being overworked or underworked. So it's it's really tricky trying to, especially for group training, trying to make something that's going to challenge everybody just enough to keep them, you know, able to do it. But so... Where it, it, it almost pushes them, you know, to, to feel like they, they worked really, really hard to get through it.
0: Okay. Okay. So, an, if a young lady came to you and said she wanted to, to follow your path, what would be some lessons that you've learned that you would give her as pros and cons and to get into the fitness industry?
1: Um, The pros, I would say, if 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 your heart isn't in it, and if it's not, if it's something that you're doing just for money, then I would I would reconsider it because almost everybody that that is in the industry, you know, you have to you have to be very very passionate about what you do because you're you're pretty much selling yourself, and so if you If you decide you slip up on yourself, then you slip up on your brand and then, you know, your business begins to decline. So I would say make sure that you're passionate about it. Make sure that it's something that you really love to do and you're not just doing it because it's a growing industry. Um, I would say sell yourself, um, sell your personality. You have to love to work with people. You have to be very patient because, you know, you have a lot of different personalities you have to work with. Um... I would say some of the pros are that, you know, you get to create your own schedule a lot of the time. Um, you can be pretty flexible with when you choose to make yourself available. Um, it, it's a profession that promotes, you know, healthy living and so in return you get the benefits of living healthy as well. And I guess some of the cons are that with with personal training, I, that's why I, I began to expand to online. With personal training, you have such restrictions with, you know, how much time you have in a day. You only have so many hours in a day you can train. You only have so many peak times that people are able to train depending on their schedules. So you're so limited with, you know, how how much you can grow as far as, you know, profit-wise because you're so restricted with time for physical and personal training. Um so I would say, you know, take that in consideration if you're trying to be a personal trainer, whether that's going to be a sole source of income or whether you're going to expand into other areas like online and, you know, other services other than simply personal and group training. Um, and as far as competing, make sure that like that that's really what you want to do because it's very stressful and very expensive. So... Um, but I would say if, if you're harder than it and you're, you have that mind that uh, to actually do it, then, you
0: know, then I'd like, say go for it. That's awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, that was pretty much everything that I had for this, this call, this interview that I wanted to go through. Um, I think you covered it all massively. Um, would you let everybody know exactly how they can find you? They can, um, take advantage of your services and get themselves on the right path.
1: Um, Sure. Um, The website is www.bowflexbarby.com Once you go on there, you'll see contact forms to reach me by email. You can drop me a message on there. You can um, browse the site and see upcoming programs that I have or challenges that are online. Um, I'm also this year, I'm I'm traveling within the Bahamas, but I'm hoping that um, very soon I can bring a camp to Mississippi, hopefully before the end of the year, um, a class um, Facebook is Boflex Flex Fitness, Instagram is Boflex for Fitness, I usually have a lot of giveaways and, and specials and stuff going on I have meal plans and programs as low as 10 to $25 so um, you know check it out if, if you need something customized um, you can shoot me an email or you can order it on the site, um, I get updates pretty much instantly so yeah if you need anything custom workouts, custom meal plans
0: all of that I got it. Yes, indeed. Everybody, this has been Dekele. Like I said, go check her out, show her some love, everybody, and then just let her know you heard her here on Minus Chat. Just go over there, show her some love. I mean, it's, it's still early January, so to speak. I know a lot of people like to get those resolutions to get themselves back in shape for the new year. So hey, you're not too late to start. So let's go ahead and get this in there. And Dekele, thank you for coming through. Thank
1: you so much for having me. Yes, indeed.
0: Um, you have an awesome night. And until next time, everybody, this has been the Dr. Brace's Mindless Chat. And we'll catch you next time. We're out. Peace. Thank you. This has been Dr. Brace's presentation.